That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. I've been working, I've been writing a lot. I've been working on my book. Have you? Yeah, so. That's been, awesome. I've been like in the middle of it, which feels good. Man, that's uh, nice. I have not done shit. I'm working seven days straight this week. Oh, I've been six days yeah. straight every other week. That's a Makes lot. Makes it hard, man. Makes yeah, it hard. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, that does. Like, and I know this is just once a week, but every other week, you know, we split the edit. Yeah. And then it's like, I have a couple auditions I have to try to tape tonight. Um, it's just, it's hard, man. But I really want to do it, but I just feel like I'm a bitch and I just don't have it in me sometimes, you know, or I just, I've lost the discipline or something. No, I don't think that you can't think like that. You can't think like, I mean, it's just, you're working a lot. That alone takes it out on anyone. And then on top of anything else, like trying to juggle passions. Right. And I'm sure anyone listening, I'm just saying this, like I'm working six to seven days a week and I still don't have money. How is that? Dude. Yeah. Still well, don't have money in this expensive be- ass city because you it's because of you're not back to normal because of they're right. expecting us to be open to cater to all these people. But yet we're still closed to a percentage, but there's no help to actually help us out. Right. So, hey, uh, guess what? And uh, I am still not considered an essential worker. Yeah. <laughs> After all this time of being back to work for through most of the pandemic on and off on and off. And many people in uh, just the business that I work at, uh, so many people have gotten COVID already, and yet they're not essential workers. But we have to go back, because if we don't go back, then the business could be punished for, and we could like not get unemployment because of X, Y, and Z, because of they're saying they don't want to go back. So then technically they're allowed to go back, but you're still not an essential worker, but it's just like a big fuck you. It really is. Anyone who's in like the working class. Well, even me, like I'm an essential worker, but they still restrict us so much that it fucks our money. Oh, you know? uh, Yeah. Yeah. What? Other than, you know, are you doing anything like outside of work? No, this, um, I've had some auditions coming in lately. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm pretty tired. (laughs) <laughs> and then I have my own personal training, you know, cause like I had this goal and before everyone that wants to sling hate my way, I don't think I'm going to the CrossFit games or some shit like that, but I have a specific goal for the open. Right. And I want to be in the 98th percentile. I was in the 91st last year. And so I, but, and that was without training to do good. That was just me like going into the gym, doing whatever they said to do for that 45 minutes to an hour a day. Yeah. So I actually have like followed a program since the summer to get me in shape, but it's hard as fuck. So it's like, I wake up at four, I coach. So I'm basically working out for three to four hours. Then I drive to (laughs) a different gym and work out for another two hours, really hard. And like days like today. So I did that. Yeah. Those two things. Then I come here and then I drink. And then I got to get ready for the next day because I'm up at 4 a.m. again or I have auditions. So I got to tape the auditions or I got to, you know, it's like 
it's hard man dude yeah but that's the bulk of my days that's so fucking rough. Is either helping other people get fit or trying to get more fit myself and then you know i'm thinking about joining the fbi ladies and gentlemen like applying and um have you I, actually, i've been speaking have you with someone that's steps huh? towards have you made steps towards that? i'm about to submit my application after we get off this podcast this episode i'm gonna i'm gonna send it in hell yeah yeah so we'll see i don't even know what that's gonna entail does that a mean i'm never gonna year. does that mean i'm never gonna see you again does that mean that like <laughs> yeah um, i don't know man i was thinking also about like maybe trying to be a u.s marshal something okay. like that i don't know i'm just trying to I basically just throw out options because where the world is, you know, it's like, I love coaching. I really do. Yeah. Um, and I like helping people. I just like having the idea of like the idea of having a job where you really get to help people a lot. Yeah. Um, that's why I love acting. Acting doesn't seem to love me too much. I'm still going to try to pursue it. And then writing, I don't know. I need to get on something. Maybe I'll get back on Adderall if I ever get to be in the FBI. Prescribed, of course. Um, so that I can keep <laughs> my writing regimen on high and tight. <laughs> <laughs> prescribed fbi adderall <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, um yeah what about you man what's going on what the fuck's up with you uh just uh working a lot uh reading a lot i'm reading requiem Dude. for a dream right now oh wow ass uh, to ass ass to ass i don't i have, I have no idea what you're talking about i haven't gotten to there yet it's really uh, and I, and I, haven't, I haven't seen the movie. That's like one of the most famous scenes from the oh, movie. Oh, really? So I haven't gotten to that part in the book. So in the book, where I'm at is uh, they've come up with the idea of uh, creating this coffee or this coffee shop for themselves and having like art people come through uh, and they're doing tons of drugs. So they're working right now to get the money to do that. And then, like, the mom character, who I really, really like, she's, like, uh, trying to lose weight because she got a phone call, from, which I think is weird. She got a phone call from somebody about uh, being on TV. So she's super excited. She's working out or, like, lo- or like on a diet. That's where I'm at right now. So I have no Exciting idea. Exciting stuff, co- guys. I have no idea what to expect. No, I'm telling you because you know yeah. what is going on. I don't know what... I don't know what the ending is. I am just going into this blind. Get ready to hug your fucking pillow. Oh no. Oh no. Is it sad? I, I, the only thing that I, that I care about in this book for anyone who maybe is listening, who knows what, I, who's seen the movie or read the book. I'm really scared for the mom character because she's like a sweetheart and I love her. And I'm really upset because I feel like they're setting her up for failure and I don't know what to think about it. Anyway, that's where I'm at. I'm reading it. That's it. Makes me think about the movie Basketball Diaries. You ever seen Basketball Diaries? Mm-mm. Well, great film to start off. Who's Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, a bunch of other people. What? How old is that? Old. It was the first time they ever worked together, I think. They were both young. Would that be before or after eating Gilbert Grape? After. That's Leonardo but DiCaprio, right? Pretty soon after. If I remember right. He was around the same age for that, if I think. If I'm correct, but it's a sad fucking movie, dude. It um, it's about these like Catholic school kids that are like really good at basketball, <clears throat> and um, 
but they're also like some of them i think are like they're pretty poor if i remember right but they had these scholarships to get them into school and they're good at basketball and almost all of them like on the starting lineup besides one they like get fucked up together all the time doing drugs and stuff and so then i there's like distinct anyways it just basically spirals for these kids and it's really sad and you the stuff that you end up seeing them doing and the things happening to them is just like it's fucked up man fuck i mean they're they're doing so much drugs in this book right now it's blowing my mind yeah so um really the only film where this level of drug usage is happening and it ends okay uh-huh. is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's the <laughs> yeah, only yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, which is incredible because that's like real. That that's just based off of like his actual trip to Las Vegas. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna? Oh fuck, man! I'm just like off. I keep losing okay. my thoughts. Okay, dude. Um, basketball, sad. Fear and loathing. I lost it. All it's of gone. these. Oh, dude, it'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll, maybe it'll pop up. Uh. Anyway, don't. I've never read the book, but don't think it's going to turn into something good. Fuck. It might. I honestly can't remember hardly anything. I just pretty much remember ass to ass and really sad drug usage. And- well, I mean. Is- my friend got it for me as like a birthday present back in like October. Uh, and I haven't read it yet. Cause that's when your birthday there. is. Right. Well, thank you, Cody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just haven't read it. I've just like put it on the shelf and I just like, eh, I'll, I'll read, I'll get to it when I get to it. And now I'm yeah. like reading it and I'm really loving it. Uh, the style of writing is really weird because it's just like one long story. It's not broken up into chapters really. Is it really? Yeah, it's just it's just kind of like like, like a the, stream of thought. It's just a stream of thought. It's just like consciousness. And it's a uh, first person, so like it's a lot of like but it's not first person. It's like it is a story, but then like all of a sudden they just like throw out random interjections of their own thoughts. And it's set up in like it'll be like a paragraph of one person's thoughts and they'll switch to a paragraph of someone else's thoughts and that's how the story's told but it's not ever separated really into chapters. Interesting. So it's really difficult to read because of that, because... Yeah, I feel like I would have to just keep going back and, and rereading things. And... I do. I have to go back and just like read a little bit of the paragraph that I read, that I left off on. So I'm like, okay, well, that's where that story left off. But then I, it, every break is a different person's story. So it'll switch from like the mom, then to Harry, then to... Tyrone and then Tamarian and then like it'll just flip over. Does it at least say again. their name above their paragraph? No, it'll just well, it'll just like you'll know who it is because then it'll it'll the first line of every paragraph is like Sarah did this or Marion did this, and then it goes into like their stream of consciousness. So you know whose story you're reading. But man, the person that wrote this must have been just fucked out of their mind, huh? Uh, I mean, it, who is the author of it? I don't know. I don't know who the author is. Anyway, that's probably what? a bad thing. Do you know who it is? No. But I'm not reading their book. Okay, um, well, that's not, I, I don't, okay, well, that, that's true. That I read a lot makes, of books and I don't know who yeah. the, I can't tell you, I can't remember. You know what's a great book you should read next and anyone listening to this, if you uh, haven't please yet, tell me. Yeah. American Gods. 
Oh, dude, I have it. It's on my shelf. It's on my list dude, of things to read. It I is started it three so times. So fucking good. I can't get past the first chapter. You got to press through. Okay. You have to press through. Okay. And then all of a sudden, you won't be able to put it down. It's just like, holy shit. And I mean, it's the longest fucking book ever. Like, every chapter is like 50 fucking pages yeah. or more. Like, Well, I mean, I'm rereading The Lord of the Rings right now as well. So okay. those are long fucking books. Humble brag. He has so no, many those, books he's reading in no, his I'm reading saying, den. I'm actually also reading a book called The Hazelwood. So add it to the book. Add it to the list. Wow, that's impressive. I'm going through the John Sanford Prey series. And, oh, um, you know, I've always been a sucker for true for like crime novels and stuff. And it's really good. So it's um, basically this. Uh, uh, he has a variety of positions because he's kind of like he starts as a cop. But he's rich because he um, Lucas, his name's Lucas Davenport. He creates video games. He starts as board games before because the books are so old, like it kind of adapts with the times, like as you're reading the series, but he starts with creating board games, like, um, uh, what would be like, like Dungeons and Dragons style board games. And then he turns that into computer games and makes like millions of dollars, but he's a police officer or detective. And then he gets fired because he's pretty much known for like being not a dirty cop, but like he'll do shit that should be done. You know, like if it's a bad person, he'll kind of like kill him. I mean, he'll just kind of kill him. I support that. Or he'll do fucked up shit. As he'll we do talked about shit. last week, we don't really care about bad people. Yeah, yeah he'll just kind of death on them. <laughs> if he thinks they're going to get away with it, it looks like they are. He'll just basically force their hand and he'll kill them. He gets fired for mutilating a man's face from pistol whipping him so bad. Oh, shit. And then he gets brought back on. I don't know. It's like he works. It's just like a really cool. He's like a cop. What is he's this basically series a fucking called? Cop and Prey series. P R E Y. Prey. So P R E Y is the name of like the series of books. Every series will be like Shadow Prey, Silent Prey, Hidden Prey. Oh, okay. You cool. Know? Cool. 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 Yeah. Uh, and it's just a case that he's working, something that's going on, and it's really good. It's worth checking out if you awesome. like detective series. Awesome. They're good. Oh, dude. Uh, Sarah wanted me to tell you that she took up your recommendation from uh, our two podcasts ago, one pod uh, of thought crimes, and she watched it. Yeah, she said it was one of the most interesting things that she's ever seen. Isn't she's it? like, she's like, tell Cody, uh, thank you, because she's yeah. like, she's like a true crime. Uh, what is that called? Aficionado. Like that's all she fucking does. Oh, she loves that shit. She just listens to true. I mean, yeah, that's why she was so excited when you were, when we came to LA and you were like, "Hey, go go to the murder museum." And uh, she was so into it. Like uh, we were both into it, obviously, because we both love dark things. But she loves true crime. Dude, I loved. If you've never been to the murder museum in LA uh check it out when it reopens if it ever gets to open back up if they have the money to stay afloat um some real fucked up shit in there some real fucked up shit i remember a couple things i really pointed out because i wanted you two to experience because it left me needing to walk in silence afterwards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the first was the manson murder family uh, or the manson murders and the black dolly murders Mm -hmm. because that little little side room it's a whole room 
dedicated yeah, to just room. those two series of murders. Yeah. The Black Dahlias are really fucked up because there is basically one that really stood with me is like she was cut in half for those of you who don't know. But there is a crime scene photo of just like crotch asshole shot. And it was disturbing. Disturbing. And it's uh, like the size of a poster, a massive poster. Well, and I that's, was like, the oh. that's the one thing about that place is that all the most disturbing photos were so large. Yeah. It was jarring. Well, I think it was the size of the photo because it, was, it wasn't like you had to. Because like, you can't hey. miss. You, right. you, you couldn't miss the details if you wanted to on how big some of these photos yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there were some small ones that I had to tell you guys how to find them because they were like the size of a Polaroid. No, but, but we they found were so them. fucked up yeah. that I needed you to experience. And I don't want to ruin the murder or museum of death. Their but, shit. But, but the, the photos are back there by where the bathrooms are. They are back there by where the bathrooms are. It's like, yeah. So um, if you have to go to the bathroom, you have to go walk past. It was the most disturbing pictures. There is um, a specific crime that happened, and this will disturb everyone that's listening. Yes. So and tell you how the way the scales of justice are not equal in a lot of cases. So there was, um, I believe they were bikers. I could have been wrong about this. Anyways, there, there was a couple and one of the guy's friend. There's a little love triangle happening. The girl was fucking both of the guys. So they the the cheating couple decide that they need to murder their friend slash boyfriend to be able to be together which i never understand how that works just like tell them and move on but for some reason some people in their well, mind you're decide not, you're not dealing with someone who's like mentally stable so like this is someone who yeah. these are people who have decided well, and crank and I'm sure, users I'm they sure. were I was fucked say, up on meth dr- or whatever like drug users for sure so they're fucked up on meth and they kill him. Not only do they kill this man, though, <clears throat> they then proceed to um, cut his body into pieces. Mm-hmm. Fuck while taking Polaroids with the dead body, mm-hmm. uh, like naked, fucking over the body, fucking at one point in time, they have a picture. This is a picture you can see All where they have pictures. cut the man's foot off and then they stuck his big toe up his nose because they cut his head off, too um there's like things where the girl is like i can't remember if it's scissors or something but she's cutting his dick off and like laughing and she's naked in the picture all of these are photos that you that are they're all photos that you because if it's all photos that they it's all polaroids it's all not that they found these right so in the house so what ends up happening is they spend two days doing math or whatever the fuck fucking and mutilating this corpse well, then they run out of drugs and the girl decides, oh, kind of starts dawning on her what she's done, like the consequences that are going to come for this. Right. So she leaves and then basically says she was a victim. Oh, and being held, right? Being it's held like, and she didn't want to do any of this stuff. But all and then of that they, was so, kind of proven wrong, right? Because well, they, they had they found because, the fucking photos. Of her right. laughing, cutting his dick but off. Also, like, wasn't wasn't there like uh like witnesses that said that they saw her leaving the house yes. freely? So yes. like it wasn't she wasn't being held. She was able to go. She was leaving, going to get in groceries, right. coming back, like all in this 
time frame of this like brutal mutilation right uh, the, of yet, like this weird or this weird death or like necromancy yeah necromantic yeah whatever yeah weird shit happening um but in when you go to the museum of death you'll when you see all these very very disturbing photos that this couple willingly took you'll read this big long article if you take the time (laughs) and it basically explains how the guy gets like the maximum sentence you can get for this crime yeah the girl got I think it was maybe two years. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And they all. She was free within a year. All of them were smiling. And that's the thing. She's it, laughing and were smiling both, in all of them. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's uh, it's absurd. Terrifying. That Just disturbing. It's terrifying. And also, whatever happened to her? Do we know what, like. Where, that's a good she? question. We where should really look she? this up. Can, what is her name? Man, I don't remember. Her? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to do a I little... just distinctly remember watching seeing the f- image of him having his dick removed while she laughed and then the toe of the big nose which was also pretty fucked up. While he's looking that up also to end off this museum and I mean it's just like like the first thing you walk into and you kind of don't think about it cuz you're sort of like taken in by like Oh, how famous the serial killer was but they have a like the first entryway is dedicated to john wayne gacy mm-hmm. and they have his yeah. shoes like his clown outfit his paintings shit and then all of a sudden you you realize oh this guy fucked and murdered little children yeah well why the hell am i looking at his stupid ass clown shoes and his stupid ass clown so outfit and his much. fucking awful paintings like like he he also like uh like they found so many dead bodies under the his like he buried all of them. You know what's buried... fucked up? He would have mixers. Well, that was at his here house. in Chicago. That was here in Chicago. I know. They recently uh, sold not the house. They tore the house down, but they yeah, built they a did. new house they on did. top of that lot, and they just sold it. It just sold oh, like did? a year or so ago. Yeah, made some mucho cash. Um. I don't know if I'm yeah, going to so I wish I, fucked up is I knew John the names of these people because I don't think I'm going to be able to find. I don't know. Well, who, well I'll, I don't... I'll do a deep dive and try to bring it up on the next episode because okay, cool. I don't have any um, serious news today. I don't know if you guys okay. missed this because I've said it a thousand times, but I've been working uh, almost every day of the week. So I'm I'll sorry, dude. That sucks. Myself. Oh, it's okay. I'll dedicate myself to finding out who this little fuck trio oh, is. Oh no! Museum of Death in L.A. permanently closed. Damn. That's what it says. Well, then we can. I don't even feel bad about sharing their stuff. Then I mean, I hate that they closed. That's it was a super upsetting. morbid, fucked up place for dark brains like mine and Seth. Yeah, and yeah. I really. It was nice that to have place, a home. I mean, by love, I mean like it was disturbing and like I was, it was fucked I, up. I walked around for like 30 or 45 minutes afterwards, me and Sarah, and we, we, we had to go to a, a plant, like a, a, a plant house. Uh, what are those called? A like cannabis a, shop, like a head shop. No, 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 not, not like, not like cannabis, like, uh, like to go look at like, like plants, like potted plants. Oh, like a, what are like those a, places what, called? Like what a, the fuck? Yeah. It's a, uh, fuck what's it called i don't remember i can't i can't think right now um 
not a floral shop. It's not. No. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Anyway. We're just, mark this all for heavy editing. All of Jesus. this. Or just keep it all in because we're both in a weird state of mind this week. This is all, um, I feel like this week has just been really, th- also, I had a really personal thing happen to me that I want to talk to you about, like, outside of this, that, like, I need your advice about. Oh, because- no, Scruff. Scruff went sideways, huh? No, He went no. to the squatty potty? No, unfortunately, it's family stuff, so I need, oh, man. I need, I need you to help me out with it. But that's something we can talk about later. Uh, oh, let me finish this thing about John Wayne Gacy. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so heavy edits. I need heavy you edits. to finish how this piece of shit was able to get away with this so long. So, mind you, he's got, I think it's like 30. I could be wrong. Will you Google this while I'm telling the story? Okay. He had that's about it. 30 dead little boys under his, uh, under his right. house. Yeah. Obviously, it smelled. He still had parties at his fucking house. And they interviewed people after he was caught and were like, did it not smell? And they're like, yes, it did. But we just kind of thought it's because he was fat. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) He got away with it because he was fat? Got away with it because he was fat. And they just thought his house stunk because he was obese. Oh, my God. I didn't know he had two children. That's really sad. That means that there's two people out there in this world right now that were that are descendants of John Wayne Gacy Jr. Yeah. That they have yeah. to live with that. Uh 33 counts of murder. Yeah. So, and I mean, and you know what's crazy is like there were multiple times this man should have been caught. And people just didn't report him. Well, or they would take like vigilante justice. So like take for instance, two different people. He had this trick that he would play on people where he would uh, he would have like, I think it was handcuffs. And he would show them like, hey, I can get out of these handcuffs. So he would cuff them on himself and then get out of them like it was a magic trick. And then basically tell them he could teach them this. And when he would put the cuffs on them, it would be a different set of cuffs. And then he would proceed to rape them. So this is exactly like the same kind of thought process as the meth users that you talked about last time. Oh, yeah. They were like, tie them up game. Yeah, tie them up game. They learned it from John Wayne Gacy. Pieces of shit. God damn it. Yeah, so this is, they pulled it right from the the book of Gacy over here. The tie them up game. So, But only he would fucking handcuff them and then rape them. And a lot of times murder them. But... And one time the, he housed the a guy, guy that we talked about before that had uh the gay guy who got his like neck and th- and wrist cut because he got tied right. up right is that the, well this is right? a, this is a regular thing like luca magnata you keep interrupting oh, right. my story my story I'm would so have been sorry. five minutes and now it's 20 so whatever i don't even know if people can follow this anymore but I'll finish it uh, because we have to talk about something. So John Wayne Gacy would trick people, put handcuffs on them, or it was like a rope trick. I think he would also use rope. Well, he had a construction company. And at one point in time, he had a guy that was like young working for him that he let stay in his house. This guy was an elite wrestler, at least at a high school level, right? So he drunkenly comes at, the kid, John Wayne Gacy does, 
trying to tie him up, force himself on it. The kid beats the fuck out of him and hogties him in his own house and leaves him hogtied. Now, he knew the dude was fucked up, but he didn't report it to police because, like, it was yeah. he had handled it himself. Now, there was another guy that he actually did get handcuffs on and raped, but he didn't kill him. This kid goes, and I don't remember if it's his brother or someone, but he comes back with a group of people and they mud stomp him in his front yard. They beat the fuck out of him. And this is when he was still with his wife, but they don't call the police. Yeah. So he gets the shit kicked out of him. He says, he tells his wife, who's watching this happen, that it's because he owed them money. But anyway, so he should have been arrested way before he killed all 33 of those little boys. But uh, sadly, they just never told the police. Dude, I've tried really hard to find what this couple's name is, and I can't. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, It's tough, man, because, uh, like, I don't even know if that was a highly reported thing. Shit like that happens all the time. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, that's fucked up. That happens all the time. It it happens a lot. It does. so awful. I know it does. That's what I'm saying. It's so fucked up. We just read a story last week about this happening. Yeah. So that a girl could fuck her dad. Oh my god, for real! What the fuck? Ah, <laughs> uh, I hate it all. Hate Even it more all. disturbing is the sister helped. Like, what but kind like, of family is did it? The sister like want to fuck his her dad too, or did the sister? I think like, she was just trying know. to set it up so that the other daughter could fuck him. But did the did the sister know that her sister and dad were fucking? Man, you know what? If that's the dynamic of the family, I feel like dad was diddling <laughs> those kids. Oh, both God. of them oh, at God. some point oh, in time God. or yeah. another yeah that's rough some that's weird rough. fucked up shit was happening i don't like any of that yeah real weird fucked up shit oh that's rough man we've just rough. been on a dark run of the past few episodes real dark shit you know what though like whatever yeah i feel like that all like uh being trapped inside and then having to work at a job where you know we're not being treated uh as equally as other essential workers maybe is getting to our heads yeah i don't know i don't know why i keep coming back to that it's really something that bugs me yeah i think it's because it bothers you it's not fair things like that it's fine i mean like i'm glad to be back like i'm happy to be back at work yeah that's the kind of thing is like i can't imagine if i still wasn't working well first off i wouldn't i would probably be homeless or i'd have to have moved back with mommy and daddy because i couldn't have afforded it based off of what this the, the state allots me doesn't even right. cover my rent right um add it to the list and of- this idea of just taking on immense amounts of debt with the right. hardship act is just um that's i just couldn't do it you know yeah so i'm so thankful that i'm back at work yeah but oh i'm thankful also i tired and and all that but yeah but feel I'm like i feel like i'm being used by everyone and yeah. feel like i'm just like another i really do feel like a cog fucking in cog and fucking wheel. wheel yeah yeah <laughs> that's fucking real um, <laughs> uh damn that's yeah if anything that makes me feel better that you feel the same way <laughs> oh i think everyone is that uh, way yeah right 
whether it's because you're not getting to work or you're working in the situation that is what life is right now. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, at least we're not the UK. No hate on the UK. But if I understand right, they still can't even really leave their homes. And that's I, a rough, rough place to be. I don't know. But I mean, I feel like at least with the UK, like they're take like people aren't going to like. Yeah, I think they're their, probably their being more financially. Yeah. Like looked you, after you're safe from not being homeless. Like you might still struggle with shit, but like you will always have a roof over your head. And I feel like that is not the case here in the U S like, Oh (laughs) dude. I mean, just look at the homelessness that's happening in the city I live in. It's even even before the pandemic that what that looks like. Oh dude. Even before the pandemic, we had like 57 blocks dedicated to homeless people. Right. It was something crazy. Whatever Skid Row is, right. it's crazy. And I mean, lawless, every, murder, every, rape. Every underpass here in Chicago was uh, just full of just tents on one side. Yeah. So. Yeah. Greatest country in the world, man. We number one. Number one. Our dick's the biggest. Suck it now. Um, you got any gay news or what? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, I have some, uh, I have some holidays for us today. Let's Are go. You ready? Say them. You ready? Let me just pull them up real quick. There's so many. There's so many that we get to celebrate this week. We're going to keep it to two. Let's go. No, don't and... make me, don't make me get it. Keep them to two, two days. How about two days? Because, okay. Oh, that I'm, seems I'm fucked sorry. up because you're going to read 14. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen for sure. Uh, I'm just going to read them off. March, because it's drinking month, right? St. Patrick's Day month. Oh, right. Oh, do you remember that's... what it's like to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I don't remember. Oh, because... just getting hammered, yeah. drinking green beer, teeth yeah, get fucked up. Yeah, dude. Uh, I remember my first St. Patrick's Day here in Chicago. I was going to one on, I, I had three auditions lined up in a row. So I was wow, like going out. Cool. I was just like, I, I left my apartment at like 8 a.m., got to the red line. Guy chugged a beer in front of me, a PBR, immediately vomited. Oh my outside God. At 8 a.m. Oh That's my how God. my day started is watching a guy finish chugging and then immediately puking. Uh, and then I got on the train and it was just vomit everywhere. Just like at 8 a.m. At 8 a.m. Because people had celebrated the night before and just kept celebrating. And then the day was going to continue. Like it was, this was, this is a holiday, man. This is the drinking holiday. So as you know, like the vomit's just like moving as the train moves. So like oh it's just God. spreading all over the floor of the-, the smell of that train. Yeah. Oh, every single train car, you couldn't get away from it. There was no way to get away. Dude, did you cup your arm? Yes, I did. I see it. My forearms are really smoked right now. Anyway, that's uh, St. Patrick's Day is, uh, is later on. We have March 3rd has Irish Whiskey Day. Mold Wine Day and Moscow Mule Day. That's all, all on Irish. All, all on the third. On, on the third. All on March third. So you can drink mold wine. You can drink whiskey. 
You can drink a Moscow Mule. You can mix them all together and chug them all at once. Whatever you need to do. The fuck is mold wine? Oh, dude, mold wine is the best. It's like a warmed wine uh, that has like spices in it. So like cinnamon. It's like a wine that's like been warmed up. It's like cinnamony, nutmeg. Where's the mold come in? Well, I don't know what the I, I don't know what I guess mold. I don't know what the definition of mold is. So I can't tell you what mold is. But you don't know what asbestos is? You don't know what a fungus is? Well, fungus. Yeah, I do. Is a mold the same? I feel like we need to Google this. Okay, I'm going to, I will, I will. So mold wine. What does mold mean? What does mold mean? Not mold. Not M-O-L-D. Oh, that's what I thought you were saying. Mold oh. wine. M U L L E D mold. Okay, well you could have you did could have done better on that. Mold, mold wine to heat, sweeten, or flavor such as a wine. See or now a that I can get on board with. The spices, mold wine. So, uh, so like it's like cinnamony wine that's been warmed Ooh. up. It's actually really, really good. Oof. Uh, Makes you think of apple cider in the fall. That's exactly what it is. And else, and, and actually like the mold. Also, actually, why would mold wines month be somewhere in the fall? That sounds like a fall drink. That's my thing is because it usually is a winter. Yeah. Drink, especially here you really in Chicago, fucked like, up, huh? Uh, yeah. Holiday come on makers. now. Come on now. Uh, and then also I've never drank it, but March 5th. Is absinthe day. I've never had oh, actual. God. Absinthe. Remember, we really wanted to drink absinthe. We do. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's still it. a thing. I don't think you can get See it. The green in the fairies. US. Can you? What? I don't think that it's legal in the U.S. Right? I have no idea, but I just remember us talking about it in London that we wanted yeah. to get some absinthe. I would love to get. I would love to try absinthe. That is a. Maybe we can. <laughs> so, maybe, I would love to black out. <laughs> oh that's all i want to do blackout every day maybe we can maybe if i can try and find some and get it shipped over by the time i come see you jesus we can try some absinthe and we can do like a a, a nice little shot of absinthe before we start the podcast Oof. <laughs> so we don't remember anything anything we'll get nothing canceled. at all <laughs> whatever anyway so that's my days uh lots of alcohol in march um anyway that's all i got for that that's all you got that's all i got for that lackluster Uh, ending on that yeah i think the absinthe is a pretty solid ending i would like to try absinthe. no it's kind of how you trailed off oh well, I'm not really on it's it today. Very strong. I'm not really like. I feel like I'm. Uh, I'm in a weird. You're not really into like performance delivery, uh, presentation, yeah. right? Any of that. I just want to drink yeah. beer. Is that okay with everybody? No one else can answer. They're just listening. Well, then I guess they don't have a fucking choice. Listen. To set talk about nothing. What are you doing? I spilled beer. I spilled beer. 
Dude, I did I too. It up with a sock. I spilled my beer too. I have a whole wet rag right here. I spilt it on me actually, but I, I covered it real nice. I didn't talk about it like a little. I feel like once an episode. Well, the only reason I talked about it is because you fucking asked me. You got a real attitude problem right now. <gasps> That's okay. Whatever. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with an attitude problem. That's annoying. We're moving on. What's your next holiday? That's it. That's all I have for holidays. That's a, That's it for the holiday. But uh, I do. I do have a uh, some gay corner calling back to the whole purpose of gay corner. Is educating learn, Seth. On educating what gay Seth means. on what gay means and uh, gay stuff. Uh, I was talking to my my friend Rex, who seems to always educate me on wonderful stuff. He's a great gay man uh, that I work with. He showed me a video that I watched today. Uh, he he sent it to me, or he showed it to me like uh, earlier, like I'm maybe like in the beginning of the week, and I finally sat down and watched it. It is a vi- it is a video from 1971 of Bette Midler in a uh, the Continental bathhouses in New York with her accom- singing to like men in like towels in bathhouses. With her accompanist, accompanist Barry Manilow. What? Yeah, which I didn't know was a thing. That like she did this all the time, and Barry Manilow was her accompanist through like all of these, like in the seventies. Like she would just go to to the Continental Bathhouse in New York and do performances before she was really. Bette Midler, and I guess she was like, what, Madame Divine or something like that, or something, some like r- random like name that she like had made for like herself. A, like a pseudonym or something? Right, 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 right. So she was like this figure in the gay community of like the, at these gay bathhouses in New York, and her accompanist was Barry Manilow, and he showed me, she, he showed me this video from 1971 where she, it's like an hour long where she does this fucking brilliant performance where she just sings song after song and like is Bette Midler just being funny and laughing and like making jokes and like pretty much doing stand-up and singing. Like doing- Nothing like watching old B. Midler sing Oklahoma while 35 gay men are getting handies, you know? Oh, for real and like she's oh she's so good oh shit i ripped my thing out i got so excited (laughs) Uh, you pulled your thing out you just got so excited did get so excited the phrasing of that uh it was so exciting to watch and i really really enjoyed it but uh i think the thing that i want to talk about because anybody can go and watch this video and maybe we'll post it on the gram or something like that but it was, uh, it kind of made me uh, remember when I was younger, anytime Bette Midler's name came up because of the community that I grew up in and uh, the atmosphere of where I grew up, her name was always like dragged through the mud. Anytime I ever heard Bette Midler, it was always in a negative context. 
and I never understood it. Uh, even when I was in college and like, and I had seen, I think the first Bette Midler thing, which is probably going to make me seem like a really bad gay was, uh, and I knew who she was and I was like, oh, she's actually really funny and really good actress was the Stepford Wives with Nicole Kidman and Matthew Broderick. Do you know that movie? Mm-hmm, I do. That was like one of the first things that I had ever seen her in. And I was like, who is this person? And I started doing research and I was like, oh, she's a famous person who's been around for years. And I let it go. And I didn't do any more research or like dive in anymore because I didn't know that she was like a gay icon. You're right. And then like through the years, obviously I started to understand like who she was. And like, I started to like, uh, like put her in the same category as like, oh, okay. So she is like this person. She is like a, someone who we like a Judy Garland love. Right. Exactly. She is in that same world to the gay community. But then like uh, my friend Rex was like, uh, showed me this. And I, I think it just like kind of jarred me of how much she was a part of the gay community and how much kindness that she gave to the gay community. And she was so the, the non-judgment, there was no, like she was just friends with these people. I and think that's what's kind of cool about her being such a cool or such an icon is because she actually just showed love to a group of people that were not right. welcome necessarily right. at the time. You right. Know? right. And I, it was just kind of like uh, really mind blowing to me that, um, I don't know, uh, it, it made me feel like maybe it was just one more, it was just, it, I don't know how to put it into words, dude. I, I wish that I could. It made me feel like I, it was just like one more uh, reestablishing block of like, okay, not to be negative, but like of the church of like putting her in a box because of it was against what they believed. Right. And so it was just one more Even thing. Even though she where, was doing Jesus shit. Exactly. She was being kind, showing love, putting herself out there, being around people who uh, were in the negative or like looked at as like the negative, especially in this time period when we're talking about like so much of like the AIDS epidemic uh, starting to rise and all of this kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like she right. was just a part of the community and how demonized she was by the Christian community. And it was just kind of like one more jarring thing for me to be like oh like that was why 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 when when I'm taught I we're taught to love and we're taught to accept and we're taught to do all of these things she's the person we should be looking to like she's you know, the example of kindness and love and compassion that makes me think of um uh, so I was when I went to high school and you know, basically until I stopped going to church, I was a member of like a mega fucking church, just, uh, you know, a huge church. And, uh, one of the associate pastors, he was, he was, he was going to do, he was, he would speak every day before the tithe, like offering portion. 
And the reason that he did that is just because the pastor spoke at multiple locations. Like he would bounce back and forth so that they could keep the times close together, the church times, like one time at their, you know, at the actual church, one time at the maybe center back and forth. Right. Right. And um, so he would have to fill the time until he got there. And we had these things that were called cell groups and what cell groups are like, basically, you know, every week you meet with a smaller group of the church congregation to discuss various yep. topics. I mean, you can have a variety of different things right. they speak on, like we women's empowerment. Them, we call them care groups. Care groups, right. Yeah. And I think we honestly, they took on cell group because of 9-11. Um, so if I remember right, a, a cell was like a negative connotation at the time. So they, they took on cell group, if I could be completely wrong about this, in a way to like make it turn it into a positive thing like oh you know like we have these like splinter cells like out doing nefarious things like we're gonna take this word and make it a good thing okay we have cell groups going out doing good things you know yeah that was the thought behind cell group if i remember right everyone listening google it i'm sure it's out there why but so we had i and i mean this church was you know thousands and thousands of people and uh, I guess, so the associate pastor was talking and, and telling this story about how, I believe it was a man, he was either a reformed, and I'm doing air quotes for people that can't see me, gay or transvestite, or both. And he approached the church and was like, I would like to start a cell group specifically for these people like this group of people um and the associate pastor was braggingly saying like we shut them down we shut them down so hard because you know we're glad that you're reformed but we're not about bringing that into the church and i remember seeing there even at the time even as homophobic as i was at the time i i Cause people were like cheering and clapping. And I, I remember sitting and thinking like, that makes no sense. Like when you want these people to get to come and like, right. especially because maybe they're like in a rough situation and this church is in a position like with these cell groups, you know, it's like, Oh, a small little allotment where they have cookies. Like the group comes together to pitch in right. for snacks and things like that are provided for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this small gesture could really go a long way with these people. And if, if you truly believe in your head that this is a choice that these people are making, like not something that that's just, they're born ingrained within them, you know, like um, why would you not be welcoming them in to experience something different? I, I just never understood that. That's the right. part of my point of my rambling story that it was like so funny that this was like a bragging thing they were proud of is that this one man who was really trying to do something positive, which was like, I want to start a cell group specifically for wow. these people. What a fucking like, missed opportunity. Dude. What I'm saying, like, and then, you know, it's like years later, fast forward years later, I'm working at the Dream Center in LA and they have a cafe like in this, like, so it's a massive hospital. Oh, I remember and, you talking uh, about since, this. Yeah. Since I drive past it every day. That's what's crazy. Is I didn't realize this. I drive past this fucking place every single day on my way to work. 
and didn't know it. Um, but they had this little cafe and on Tuesday nights, it was for transvestites only. It, and they had a specific name for the night. They would bust them in from all over the fucking city, man. And they would have like, you know, like you could get up like a talent show or like an open mic, open mic night. And, and I just thought that was like, that was one of the first things that kind of came to my mind. I was like, this guy bragging about how they shut this thing down. And then there's this other massive church that's like, oh, you can have your own night. Oh, you can have right. your own cafe. Well, oh, I, we're going to highlight your talents. I like, don't understand like why churches aren't like embracing drag nights like why is there not like you know what i'm saying like why are we not like if this is just about following the lord right like again air quotes if this is just about god and following faith and what this god wants you to do which is love humans what does it fucking matter who or what you are or who how you see yourself it doesn't none of those things matter as long as love is the center it just doesn't fucking make sense to me which is why the community uh, anyway so this is the argument i i can almost hear if anyone and i doubt it if anyone that's listening to this podcast is like a like a die hard bible thumper and like this is the thing it's like i believe in things beyond this world and in god and and stuff i don't necessarily know what that is packaged as but i believe in more right but say you're like hardcore, like I think the argument would be it's about the lifestyle. It's choosing a lifestyle of sin, even though, hey, heads up, if you're obese, that's a lifestyle of sin. You fucking dick nuts. You know, I mean, um, if you let, I mean, let, add it to the list. If you like uh, if you're like obsessed with shrimp, it's a lifestyle yeah. of sin. If you yeah, like, like it just <laughs> anything that you like lust or covet. Right. Is putting you in sin. But that's right. neither here nor there. So that's right. the argument, right? Right. Right, right, right. When they're really sort of missing the red lettered word that's super important, which is like what Jesus says. And I don't remember the chapter or the verse, but it's basically saying it's like not the, the healthy that need a doctor, but it's the sick. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think so they just really get hung up on the lifestyle thing instead of thinking. This is us sprint, sending out our net, like spreading the web that we can bring people in. There's actually a church in Tulsa was basically like he right. lost over half his congregation. Wasn't, because, that, wasn't it Covenant Church? Am yes. I wrong? Is that right? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty I, sure that's right. That was the church that I attended when I was at Tulsa because I felt the most comfortable. Um, well, as a, as a closeted gay man, that was the church right. I felt most comfortable in because at least they talked about things that i could adapt to instead of the church that i grew up in when i would go to church on sundays and they would just bash homosexuality to the point where i felt battered where i right meanwhile half of them are butt fucking each other in cars on some absolutely right wooded area truth all of that truth yeah so anyway uh anyway we got off on a weird tangent I don't even know how we got here. I honestly don't even know how we got here. I don't know. But the point being. Somehow we got from Bette Midler to. (laughs) Oh, because I said she was doing Jesus shit. Right. And then that led to me talking about the associate pastor bragging about shutting down this like Like, opportunity to reach out to people. Why are we not taking the example from people who actually love? You know what? Like, I, 
I don't care about faith anymore, to be completely honest. It's about your actions. If you're going to love someone and you're going to do things for people who are less fortunate, if you're going to do things for people who uh, are, I don't know. Anyway, I'll stop. And I, I, I just yeah, feel like sorry, everybody. Of- we really got on it. Obviously, we're both passionate about it, having lived yeah. in this environment. And, and you know, like the faith thing. And, um, sorry, I anyone think that that's I, even I think thinking that I about got this. us on this because I think that I started talking about like how it made me upset to see that that she was so demonized for actions right. that she did that were actually so welcoming and part of the message of jesus and the red letters and all of these things that we've talked about before of loving people and bringing them in and making sure that people and humans are taken care of like that's number one right Right. like well and i think fuck about anything else about oh the higher being of god and all of these things like i think that love and making sure that people are taken care of that's that's god right right and I think every religion really, it doesn't matter. Obviously we, we focus on Christianity because that's what we know the most of, because it's what we live. But right. this is like within every religion, right? Like these like pros and cons of them. It, it, Cause it's like interesting that like as Christian Christianity, we celebrate um, the King David that coveted the wife and fucking had the husband murdered. And yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, pe- yeah. these people like literally rape people and murder people. And yet they're considered people after God's own heart. And we're, we're able to like put them on the pedestal and like, say, this is what we're chasing after to be closer to God. Um, but you know, but, if you yeah. fuck the dude, oh, well, we're skirt, you know, like, I think it's that weird. all of that is just a, because it's all about like, uh, like all of those things are about, uh, finding, the love for God it has nothing to right. do with what you, what the person did, whether it's David or Solomon or whoever you want to like throw right. into the mix. And again, we're talking about specifically the Bible and Christianity. That's what we know because that's what we know. But like, when you talk about those things and those people, it's at the end of the day, when you, when we talk about the wholesome people that are putting, being put on the pedestal, it just has to do with them loving God more. It has nothing to do with anything else. Regardless of your religion, your beliefs, no religion, no belief, whatever. Just right. love people. Life's right. better if you just do that. Just don't be a piece of shit. Right. You know? Right. Anyway, that's anyway. the end of the gay corner. Slash Christian story time. Christian stories. Salty. McGee and me. Oh, McGee and me. So good. I haven't watched that in so long. Yeah. Bill Gunter, U.S. Marshal. Who's Bill Gunter? You don't know who Bill Gunter is? No. Who's Bill Gunter? Yes, you do. Dry Gulch? That's not... No, Bill... Bill... It's not Gunter. It's another name. But Google yes, it. Dry Gulch. I do know Google Dry Gulch it. because Nicodemus. Google it. It's not Bill Gunter. It's it's something else. It's that's not the name. Google it.
dry gulch. I'm going to be right, by the way. I'm so okay. sorry. Okay, well, we can actually leave the beat in on this. Okay, cool. Dry gulch. A lot of dead air. Gospel Bill. Uh-huh, Gospel Bill. What? His last name is Guncher? Suck it, bitch. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. Oh, my God. How did I never know that? Oh, Bill Gunter. Suck yes, it. Marshall. Oh, my God. Suck gosh. it. All these years, I never knew his last name. I just knew it was Gospel Bill. Oh. I need to hear it. Dude, you are correct. You yeah, are right. that's right. Cody Shelton won this one. He doesn't that's win right. a lot. Just so everybody's listening, Cody Shelton doesn't win a lot of them, but he won this one. I win 99% of them, sir. You win barely 40%. Right, okay. So. Oh, no, my phone's about oh, to die. Oh, no. That was so fast. I'm really upset about uh, how fast this time has gone. Uh, I look forward to this every single week. Also, I Me too, like man. we've gone through all of the things that we need to go through, right? Yeah, we, could all we covered the bases. We talked about a bunch of shit. Probably yeah. no one is going to know what we talked about. Unless yeah. you somehow grew up in the same environment as us at the same so, time as us. All you have to do is just go look it up. And also, if you're listening to us, then you, you kind of want to know about our lives. So, like, go look it up. Go look up what Dry Gulch is. Go look okay, up- Dry Gulch. I was like the cool Christian kid fucking watching Bill Gunter. I knew his last name. You know what Seth was watching? <laughs> salty watch watch the intro to salty wrong i was not watching salty i was watching colby's clubhouse which is even worse because it was a that show was was so gay it was a i couldn't even watch it it that's how gay that show was was a take off of salty that tbn did um what it's like they wanted to be fucking peewee herman's christian version of peewee herman yeah (laughs) oh i mean this computer would roller skate in disgusting and like all the kids it's a dog shit show absolutely it was but respect to your effort but again the but no i'm not saying i'm not defending it i'm saying no i'm not i'm just saying if anyone's for some reason listening on tbn so of course seth attached himself to it because he was like oh look at all these gay kids on here this must be for me right like i can i can adapt to these all these like homosexual children yeah. So I'm sure most of them are gay. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching them sing all those songs, and I was just like, ah, oh, I wish I it's could It's because it's like they thought like Barney, was, you know, Barney was just such a hit. Exactly, and they just yeah. Like, we'll make a big Bible and call it Salty, even though really that name come from the taste he left in the children's mouth. I just, I just, I just need to swallow my beer, dude. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I mean, thing is, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely so, true. Yeah, there's this uh, wonderful gay man that I, I did was doing a show one with once, <clears throat> and um, I guess I just won't say his name because he doesn't want to be mentioned, but. We're sitting in the green room, kind of on like a five-minute break, and I would bring trail mix to 
eat like snack on or whatever so i'm eating my trail mix and he comes over and he's like can i have some and i was like of course you can then this other girl comes over and she's like oh she didn't know what trail mix was which just tells me about the younger generation i was like how do you know what fucking trail mix is but anyway she's like oh this is like a fun game it's like guess that nut in your mouth right that's what she says not meaning it that way but without missing a beat this gentleman was like dad <laughs> <laughs> oh dude oh I don't know man this, it was so I don't know who this person is but i i need to meet this person I oh shout to out to justin him. mackey he's a oh, wonderful man no. dad dad <laughs> i hope you don't I, you just said you didn't know if you wanted him to be named i know but you just named him it's a first, good story first and last name you just threw out there <laughs> yeah i did oh god that's funny it was a great time dad <laughs> that's fucking funny dude that's fucking funny oh shit oh yeah that was funny that's funny as shit all right so uh whose toast is it i don't know i honestly <clears throat> don't know uh i think it's mine I am going to agree with you. I think it's <laughs> just because you don't want to give one of your 20 minute toasts. Well, what do I want to, uh, one of my 20 minute toasts that literally means nothing that I just talk <laughs> about? Like, and I'm like, I'm going to be heartfelt and drunk. And I, uh, let me tell you, let me, let me be, a, let me give you a, a nice, like, drunken gay toast. Uh, Cody, go. uh, what's your, <laughs> what's your toast, man? My toast today is to the entire cast of Bill Gunter, Willie George. Whoever oh. played Nicodemus, whoever played everybody else, fucking, oh, you really yeah. shaped my childhood. Even before I was a churchgoer, I actually loved this TV series. I did um, too. I had the badge that came when you ordered the subscription. Um, I loved it. I loved it. That's so sweet. I you love shaped that. my life. You helped me be a better human. I always wanted to go to Camp Dry Gulch. I never got to go. I never got to go either, dude. And, and I, heard it I, was never awesome got, too. I never got the badge. Uh, we just recorded really? it off the TV because we were poor. Oh, so yeah, we ordered the series. So, so I got the tapes. I, I was so excited every month when I would see that little manila envelope that would come in because I knew my VHS was in there. I was pumped. Aww. Well, I, I was so excited to open the first DVD, the first VHS, I mean, came with the badge. And I was so excited Aww. to open it. But remember, they used to put these security strips at the top and it was like a piece of metal i cut the shit out of my finger trying to get the plastic off you were Didn't so excited care. I just wanted that bleeding all over that little badge i just wanted Aww, it so bad that's so sweet <laughs> yeah well i mean not so shout really out and cheers to the cast of bill gunter and you know what salty um you tried don't don't say anything about salty cheers cheers dude love you man love you too brother I miss being normal. I know. Although I did hear that the that Dry Gulch had a moment in time from people that I know that went there, that it was not great. Really? That it was like uh, they had like the Dry Gulch camp and there were like kids that like went like without water for a few days. What? <laughs> yeah. It was it was a big controversy within like the church community of like they weren't 
taken care of the way that they like kids that were going there were not taken care of the way they well, it did shut been. down correct it did shut down yes and i think that, that was part of it yeah that's but, rough. Well, they also had a really cool Christmas thing they do because they had a train. Oh, they had that a train. It. You yeah, could ride the train yeah. through it. I, I really wanted to do that. Uh-huh. Which I wanted to do that. That was still running when we were in school. When we were at ORU, yeah. that was still. I going. know. I would have done it then. And I would have had loved I known we shared that. this passion, we could have gone together. Dude, we could have taken Madonna, which was his PT Cruiser, and Madonna, hit a dry I miss, gulch. I miss Madonna. Well, we weren't allowed to talk about our childhoods again. Like, we weren't allowed to talk about those intimate yeah. details of our lives. Yeah. I'm glad that we are now. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too. Love All you, right. Buddy. Everybody listening, we appreciate you. Please tell your friends. Pass us on. Yeah. You can share us off of iTunes. Absolutely. Give us some likes. We never post on IG. Seth's been doing better. I have not. I'm uh, trying. Give us a follow. Sorry. Eventually, one day, we'll all live in the, the two of us will live in the same city and you'll get mm-hmm. plenty of content. Oh, dude. Once Cody and I live in the same city, it will be nonstop content because that's all we'll be putting out. Yep. That's, that's all of our efforts will be towards this. Videos of us taking shots, dick pics, all kinds of fucked up shit. Dick pics? Yeah, Seth, he'll post one dick pic a week. That's what he promised. Wait, wait, what? It'll be a story for friends you, only. So you got a friend mean, request us. I'm not saying that I'm opposed to posting a dick pic. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that because I, actually, <laughs> I don't mind that. I, as long as somebody at every week volunteers to suck it. Jesus I'm, Christ. <laughs> then I'm good. Well, with we're pretty it. close to WeHo where I am, man. I don't think you're going to have any problems with that. Oh, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Because all right, we love you all. Anyway, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.